Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. each mistake, oh, you forget and soon both of us learn to trust not run away there was no time to play we build it up and build it up build it up now it's solid Yeah. I know that, but Sam, we got a break. We yeah, man, what a... Sam! <laughs> Here they get whatever. <laughs> now I saw them in concert. That's a great show. Okay, now. Great show. Throw it in there. But... <laughs> yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. What a music library. Saturday morning. Well, listen, as far as I'm concerned... If you want to put Lennon and McCartney number one as far as song reading teams, these guys are number two. The stuff that the, the stuff that they wrote for folks in Motown, they they were kids, they were teenagers. Ain't no mountain high enough. Oh, you're yeah. all oh, oh, man, you're all I need to get by. Yeah. Ain't nothing like the real thing. It, it's amazing. It, it goes on and on and on and on. But anyway, we played Ashford and Simpson because happy seventy seventh birthday to Valerie Simpson. Valerie Simpson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her, right there. Who are you listening to? Mm-hmm. She don't sound 77. Oh, well, she wasn't at the time. But she probably sounds just as good. Yes, now. she does. Yeah. So anyway, wanted to throw that on there. Um, yeah, their library is just in the song. Like, I said this to Garrett. I wasn't sure. You know this song, but did you know it when I said it to you? Yeah, these guys are sneaky as far as you don't realize, the the, the as you said, the amount of songs that they wrote for others. Yeah. See, I'm disappointed in myself because I I don't really know that I don't know this song. Really? I don't know this one. This one I don't know. And most of these. See, I, and I've impressed you guys time and again with my my catalog that I can. Yes, pull you up. are. You are. You are very good. Yes, now. But which a little pat on the back there for myself. Yeah. You, but, <laughs> you know, because in the same breath, I'm going to say that I don't know this song. Okay. okay. I'm not I'm not super familiar with these guys, really, okay. in general. You, right. I think you are. I mean, you, you, know you mentioned a stuff. number of different songs, and of course I'm familiar with... Uh, you said Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Yeah. I mean, of course. Right. I absolutely know that. Yeah. You know, that's a that's of of uh, Groundhog Day fame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely, <laughs> go, man. Go look at the list of songs, and you might be surprised. Yeah, but a, anyway. Amazing music catalog. Yeah, yep. again, Sam and Greg on this... Uh, this 26th day of August, this Saturday morning, we're here an extra, well, next an extra hour. We started an hour late. Yeah. And so, you know, we changed our phones around and all that. And Oh, he's with us now? 
just came in a little early. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, listen. I, oh, I thought it was the 20 break. Let's do it now. Okay. Let's, let's talk to Mr. Stoken right he, now. He's, he's, I wonder if, if he's, he's an ready. Ashford and Simpson song. I don't know. Or, or fan. I have, I have no idea. It has been a while since we have welcomed Gary Stoken to the show. Gary, good morning. And the question before the court is, are you an Ashford and Simpson fan? Yes. See? See? There we go. <laughs> Most definitely. Oh, it is great to have you on. Yes, sir. Uh, and we had John Grant on last week. I can't think you two are the two of the hardest working folk in college Please. athletics or college football that I can think of. I mean, you guys, and, and you bring it all here to our city, and we, we mean it. Um, it's fantastic, the work that you do, and um, we, we, we get the benefit from it. We get to enjoy it. Yes, we do. Well, first off, let me say hello to you guys. I haven't seen you or talked to you in a long time, so it's, yes. uh, it's a great time of the year to be talking. It's college football season, and we're blessed to be a part of it in the capital of college football, Atlanta, Georgia. Yep, we, we, have, we have made it that. We enjoy that. Um, and the season has come along. Has the start of this season come quickly for you, or has it seemed like it's, it's taken a while? Has it seemed like it's been a long time since the Georgia-Ohio State game? Well, we're still celebrating that game. <laughs> you know, with 22.5 million viewers and uh, being in the top, ten, top 20 all-time cable TV broadcast, uh, that was quite a magnificent uh, game and, and event. Uh, but I have to laugh. A lot of people said, oh, Gary, you did a great job with the game, you know, with the score being, you know, 41-40 and the kick missing at midnight. Um, you couldn't have written the script any better. I said, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. We just put on the event, but the event went so great. We were blessed to have it. And, um, you know, the economic impact that went along with the both kickoff games we had last year and the bowl game was, you know, about $90 million and about $6.5 million back into the economy and the, and the tax revenues for the city and the state. So, you know, we, we deliver on a lot of ways, not only from exposure standpoint for Atlanta, but also from a economic impact standpoint. And now with this new uh, kickoff game format, the AFLAC kickoff game, um, we will be donating money to Children's Health Care of Atlanta to the AFLAC Cancer and Blood Disorder Center. Uh, we're calling the game the kickoff for a cause. And we're going to donate $100,000 to our Peach Bowl Legacy Fund, which um, is at uh, – children's health care to find cures and trials to eradicate childhood cancer. We have 12 trials now with about 37 kids in them and trying to find cures and drug treatments that will give a kid another day, another month, another year, maybe a lifetime. Um, and so we're dedicated to that. We're, we're also, uh, AFLAC is going to donate $100,000 to the AFLAC Cancer and Blood Disorder Center where they've given $168 million uh, to start that and to maintain it and service hundreds of thousands of kids with cancer. So we're both uh, in the football community. We're both in Georgia. We're both committed to childhood cancer. And with it being Childhood Cancer Month in September, uh, we're going to uh, raise a lot of money for the uh, AFLAC Cancer and Blood Disorder Center at Children's Healthcare. Gary Stoken joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. I was going to ask you, I mean, you've touched on a lot of it, but with the success of the Bulldogs program over these last few years, how has that helped you in doing what you do 
um, here in this state? I mean, is everybody benefiting in the sports world because of that success? And at least that they bump up against the college football world. Uh, just wondering if your your world has gotten better, easier, however you want to put it, or some of the things that you wanted to do moving forward because of their success. Well, we've, we've certainly um, enjoyed being a part of Georgia's success. I go back to our first, or Kirby Smart's first um, game as a head coach at the University of Georgia was in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game with Georgia against North Carolina. And I remember uh, I had a picture taken of him running out of the old leather helmet with his team behind him with a smoke. Beautiful picture. And I had it blown up, and I took it over to him and said, Kirby, here's a memory of your first game ever as, as the Bulldog head coach. And he uh, he was quite touched and said, you know, I, I'm going to give this to my mother to hang in our, in our house back home. And so um, it, it was great to be a part of, you know, Kirby's first game. We're going to be, in the, in the case of Brent Key at Georgia Tech and Jeff Rahm at Louisville, we're going to be a part of their first games because this is their alma maters playing Georgia Tech and Louisville to start the ACC season on Friday night in primetime in the Aflac kickoff game. I get paid a royalty every time. Yeah, I bet. You're doing yeah, it great. Yeah, you're doing a great job <laughs> with that, I might I've add. Practiced it. I've practiced it a lot, Sam. <laughs> so, um, but, no, yeah, Georgia Tech and Louisville, you know, having an ACC regular season conference game to open the season – and to be in primetime on Friday night is going to be a wonderful way to kick off this season. And then we'll end the season with our Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl having, um, you know, two top ten teams from the CFP Selection Committee. And then next year we start the season with Georgia Clemson. Um, you know, Kirby told me when he was at Alabama and came over to Georgia after Alabama had played in all of our kickoff games, he saw the success that it led to for Alabama. He said, Gary, I'll play in as many kickoff games as you'll have it. So I scheduled him in 16, 19, 22, <laughs> and 24. And, um, you know, 24 will be uh, a great way to start the season with Clemson, Georgia, possibly two top five teams, definitely two top ten teams. And then at the end of that year, we'll have the first uh, quarterfinal game of the CFP new 12-team playoff with uh, either number one, two, three, or four playing against the winner of a first-round game. And then we'll end that season with hosting the national championship game in Atlanta, which we're the only city that uh, will have hosted twice in the history of the CFP. And then in 25, we'll have two, two AFLAC kickoff games with South Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Tennessee, Syracuse. And then end that season with another – semifinal of the CFP. So some great games, you know, coming through Atlanta over the next few years. You sprinkle in the SEC championship game, um, the Celebration Bowl. Uh, it's, it's a great place for college football, and that's why a lot of media have referred to Atlanta as the capital of college football. Yep, yep, and you might as well do it because they took the upper deck down in the stadium over in Birmingham that had that football capital of the South. They, they took that thing down because we have it here. Folks, we're spending time this morning uh, with, with Gary Sokin talking about the Aflac, uh kickoff game. You don't get no money for that. Hey, 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 I want to make friends hey. with the, I'm trying, I want to make friends with the duck. Can I make friends with the duck, please? <laughs> I want to get one of them hey. commercials with the duck. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they, they've got a live duck that they train. They've got an animatronic uh, duck that um, 
they use in the commercials. And you, if this thing were sitting there, you would think it was a real duck. It has real duck feathers. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. So, so, so you you uh, met you met the duck. The, ducks, the 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 real duck is going to uh, help us ring in college football on Friday morning, the day of our game, September first. We are going to be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium with Governor Kemp, Mayor Dinkins, uh, Virgil Miller, the president of AFLAC, and about uh, 15 CEOs in Atlanta, uh, as well as uh, President Cabrera, President Schatzel of Louisville and Georgia Tech, and Jay Batt, the AD at Georgia and Josh uh, Georgia Tech, and Josh Hurd, the AD at Louisville. We're going to ring in the college football season by ringing the New York Stock Exchange bell from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Wow. What time what time are we doing yeah. this? What time are we doing this, Gary? So, we're going to do we're going to have a breakfast uh probably like 7:30 or 9 and then at 9:30 we're going to actually ring the bell um for the New York Stock Exchange. So, if you guys want to come over, you know Matt Garvey, get a hold of Matt. And yeah. We'll have breakfast for you and uh you'll get a chance to see the New York Stock Exchange bell, see the live duck. Uh, you'll see it all. Wow. See, and, you know, while I was thinking about that, and Sam, we need to look into this. Yeah. All those names he mentioned and yeah. all them CEOs, oh, yeah. the white name I was waiting to hear, Steak Shapiro. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> like a, that's a place that Steak would show up at, yeah, wouldn't you say? It sounds like it. It sounds like it. <laughs> Gary, talk, talk about what it means to have both the, the, the kickoff game and, and the Peach Bowl involved with Georgia-based Entities, you got these yeah, are these yeah, are home that's, folks. That's a very important point, and and I'm sorry. Back to the earlier point. Um, you know, anytime we can have Georgia, Georgia Tech. You know, last year we had both of them. We had Georgia Tech against Clemson and Georgia against Oregon in our game. We want to support the local teams, um, and uh, we did so last year. We'll do so this year with Georgia Tech. Next year we'll do so with Georgia. So, very important to um, support them and make them a part of the national football scene. Obviously, they both are in a lot of ways. So uh, we want to reinforce that and, and help them as much as we can whenever we can. This changing, this shift with, and, and with conferences and yeah, move around, how, how does that impact the poss- some possibilities for Atlanta uh, to see some, some uh, programs that maybe, you know, hadn't uh, had a chance to come and play here in the past? Maybe they get into conversation now because of some of the movement? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the future scheduling uh, models that the uh, conferences take on. You know, right now with the ACC still having eight conference games as well as the SEC, it still provides an opportunity and inventory to uh, to uh, do these kickoff games. Uh, we don't know yet what the realignment will be and what that will do with their schedules. So in the future, um, you know, we're scheduled out through 25, so that's the great thing where a lot of people that have followed us into this, whether it be Dallas or, or Houston or, or uh, Orlando, uh, et cetera, you know, they haven't been able to schedule games year to year like we've had. We've, we've had a game, at least one, in some cases two games, since we started this format back in 2008. So we've been the leader in the kickoff games. We've changed the face of college football on the front side of the season where, you know, now you have – I mean, last year, Ohio State played, you know, Notre Dame in the first week. You got Texas playing Alabama in the second week. Uh, prior to us starting the kickoff game format, you used to have non-directional schools playing these big schools, and it would be 55 nothing at halftime, and 
you know, TV viewership was down, attendance was down, and once we started with Clemson, Alabama in our Chick-fil-A kickoff game in 08, uh, viewership has risen as well as uh, attendance. And now, you know, um, multiple games are played uh, with big-time games, big-time names on the front side of the season. Sorry about that. We are up against it, Gary, and like I said, we always got a ton more questions for you, but let me remind everybody, we got Aflac kickoff for a cause yes. game. Let's get yes. that right now. Excuse me, I didn't do my thing. Aflac Thank you. kickoff there you go. for a cause game. Gary, speaking, and every time you come on, I, 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 I like to say this to you, I may not do it every time, but speaking for pretty much every sports fan in this area, thank you. Yes. This goes back to thank your days you. with the Atlanta Sports Council and what you have done for the, the the various kickoff matches, uh, and, and all the games that you were, you were behind in your staff, we want to say thank you because I don't think well, people realize you. what you have provided for us here. Well, it means a lot to me for you to, to say that because you, you know sports very well. And it's uh, been very blessed to follow my passion. It's been a labor of love. And to have the great city we have with all the ingredients, with great fans, mm-hmm. uh, great corporations support it, great facilities, great hotels, and close proximity to the facilities as well as the best airport in the world you just put all those things together in a marketing campaign and uh, so I've been very blessed to have all that uh, as well as a wonderful staff the best in the business and uh, great board and uh, fantastic volunteers who really enjoy hosting people and providing southern hospitality so uh, I've just been uh, kind of the conductor but uh, the other people have played the music to make us uh um, be so successful. Well, we can't thank you enough, buddy. And uh, again, enjoy your uh, rest of your weekend. But thank you again. We're all looking forward to the kickoff for a cause. Thanks, guys. Appreciate for what you class. do for college football. And if you want to come over to the uh, ring of the bell, get a hold of Matt Garvey, and we'll look forward to hosting you over there. Yeah, I do. Sam, we'll you want to too? Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're on. Gary, thank you as always, buddy. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, guys. There you have it, Gary. Gary Stoke and me. Affleck, yeah, kickoff for a cause I wanna, game. I want to, I want to meet that duck, man. You want the breakfast? I, you want, just the like breakfast. Me. I want the duck too. All right, well, know, the animatronic he, one, right? Yeah, we, yeah, the ones in the commercial. The crazy part about all of this is, I wish they had another voice that was more identifiable because you keep going back into that dude who got fired. Everybody does the impression of Gilbert. You know, and Gilbert got let go, so I don't know that they like that. But anyway, looking forward to that. All right, now we're going to talk Falcons up next. We had to flip the script, but that's been about all this. man. Yeah, this whole morning has been about flipping the script. We didn't start at 6. We started at 7. We didn't get off at 10. We're not supposed to be normal. No, I think that says it all. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio (laughs) 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Watch Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this uh, Saturday morning, 26th day of August. You know what I forgot to do because we were so... What did you do? What did you do? Ready to welcome Gary Stoken. Good morning, Georgia. I thought you did that. No, I didn't because I didn't mention the city. Okay. We were talking about some folks. 
Peachtree City. Peachtree City. Yeah. Shout out to the people down there. Yeah. Peachtree City. McIntosh High School getting the win last night. Uh, they're off to an impressive start. And, of course, they had that parking lot with the golf carts in it out there. What you mean the parking lot? They got everything out there with the golf carts. No, but they have a special lot for the golf carts when you go to a game at McIntosh. Oh, when well, as well the, they should. You see the Chiefs. You'll see them. Okay. Yeah. They got to win over. They, they got to win over Hampton last night. Well, you didn't have to say it like that. Well, I'm just saying because the game last year was like this barn burner game. I forget who was out either Eric or Day or Day. They went to that or did you go to that game last year? Remember that game? That was flat out nuts. Uh, between uh, Hampton and McIntosh, and and Hampton ended up winning it, but everybody said, "Well, man, we found out." No, Mac- that was Eric. Okay, <laughs> I went to the. No, I went to the. Um, I, I was thinking of the. Oh, shoot. I can never remember the name of this high school, and I hate it. It's North Gwinnett. The North Gwinnett Bulldogs He said playing, shoot, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there was shoot. He said shoot. Shoot. Go ahead. I did say shoot. Yeah, okay, making sure. I, I'm protecting our FCC license. That's Don't right. worry, my content. I'm taking care of it. You can say it now because you'll get fined. They won't find the host anymore. They'll find the producer who said it. They yeah. but, but, but I, I, no, but, I went to the – it was the uh, – oh, shit. Mm, I can't remember. Uh, but, no, it was the barn burner that was like the, the 65 to 50 game or whatever. It was an incredible what? game. It was game, one of those games where I, game I would Walton? record. Was the game in Walton? With, 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 it was the game in Cobb County where the running back just Peach wouldn't Ridge. stop. Peachtree Ridge. Was, was that? I think it was Peachtree Ridge in North Gwinnett, I think. I don't remember. But it was it was the game where we record updates. And yeah. I would send an update. And by the time I finished the update, they would have scored again. Scored again, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, guys, come on. And then the next would be like, and then they return a punt. And then they would be like a 50-yard touchdown. And then it would be. Uh, a kick returned for a touchdown, and I'm like, okay, guys, <laughs> this is actually, this is actually good. I had people return. I, I had somebody do a pick six while I was doing a re, uh, one of the reactions, one of the updates. It was yep, awesome. Yep, the craziest sure game. Sure did. So the, that. for our audience right now, our this audience. is what you do on your show that just premiered a couple nights ago. Yep, the high school football scoreboard show. You and Chris Parker, anchors Garrett and a host of others fanned out throughout the city. So, as Garrett's describing to you, as you guys are hosting, how does this work? Are you regular? Are they going to call in? Or are they going to text in an update from, you know, Mill Creek and 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 whoever? Well, they they phone in updates as the game changes. You know, if the team score. But you put them on the air. Yeah, we put them on the air. Okay. We, and that's the cool thing about our game. We're not just reading scores, or whatnot. We got people calling in with updates for us, and when they when they have an update for us, we go right to them. Okay. Well, that's what. I, once again, that's, giving the audience an idea of the what they can. That, that, that makes our scoreboard show a bit unique. There's some where they may wait until the end of the games, and somebody will make one. We're doing it while the game's happening. Real time. We're, we're, we're doing it. And so the games the that are perceived to be bigger than others, you're making sure you're getting a regular update from that particular game if it means something as far oh, as yeah, we, 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 we can find like we that. can we can find those. So those, those games are easy, but sometimes you go, especially early in the season, if you got some new. Some new teams that are like getting off to a good start that haven't been there before. You want to go get a look at these guys. You want to go get a look. You know, like last year we went to Osborne. You know, okay. Osborne had been that. Yeah, well, we went know, over there. We they, went over and saw them folks. We buy that. They, they they won again last night. They, they they off to a good start this year. Um, so that, a lot that's of coaching changes. The places places that have new coaches. You checking them out too. Some some too. This year off season one hundred coaching changes. I remember in the you state. saying that one hundred coaching changes. Uh, from top to bottom in the state of Georgia. And some of those, a lot of them are guys who were assistants that were elevated. Uh, some just moving around the area, but some have come from other states. We've become mm-hmm. this uh, attractive place for, for coaches no, from, from other states to come and, uh, and, and, and work and live. And so that's... Where's my boy at, though? 
He ain't working here. Who is this now? You know who I'm talking about. You used to be down there in Coco County. Oh, Coach. Coach, yeah, you know, I got to check and see how they did last night. Uh, he's, over in, he's over in Pell City, Alabama. Where is that? They went one and nine last year. Watch him make the playoffs this year. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. I want to find out where that city is that you just mentioned. It's, it's not far from Birmingham. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, listen, mm-hmm. what do you take into this first game, Falcons and Carolina, from what you've seen in preseason, which basically is what you saw in game two? Game two and what you saw the really the first series. Uh, yeah, you, exactly. You, you had to watch it. You had to be there in order to see it uh, to to appreciate it. Um, but just as coaches has said, you know, Arthur Smith has said, you want to get everybody to the starting line healthy. And then that's the, been the bottom line of that. And that's why in this third preseason game, you didn't see any of the regulars. You, you saw the guys who were fighting for spots on the roster, spotting for places on the depth chart for this team. That's what we saw in the final preseason game. That was their choice. You know, they wanted to use it as a, uh, a final opportunity to evaluate um, different positions in a live game situation. Yeah, they still had some more of the practices maybe to go through, but the main thing they want to do is make that evaluation during a game with the lights on in a game situation. And, then, you know, Steelers were different. You know, Mike Tomlin wanted to see some of his regulars. He's got to. to work, you know, so he wants to see he wanted to see them uh, work. So, I mean, coaches want to see what they want to see. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, we know that, you know, they want to see what they want to see, as you just said, but also, as you said, getting out healthy. Here's Coach Smith talking about his team in this camp. I feel like we had a good camp. And, you know, it's, it's the chemistry, I think, that uh, he's developed with the skilled players. Everybody's kind of – and it'll evolve as the season goes on. I mean, uh, you know, people in the roles and where they kind of fit in and uh, what, we're, what we'll certainly we'll try to do early in the year. I think he's got – he's done a good job. He's got real leadership skills. Those are uh, natural, not forced. Um, I thought he's done a good job. As camp's gone on, I thought he's thrown the football really well. And we continue to see that, so we're, we're rolling into week one. There we right. go. Saying everything you're supposed to say, or you want to hear. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing. You wanted to see more. You want to see more. But, you know. You but that's re- us. Yeah, we, we, that's, we, don't, we don't count. Well, we're, 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 we're anxious. We're anxious after the past two seasons. We got to see some things progressive. The record wasn't any different, but we saw some games where the team was really competitive, and you got to get an idea of the vision, you know. So that made us say, okay, because last last season was a lot more fun. You know, it was a lot more fun with the Falcons team last season because they were in every game, you know, they were fighting, they were scrapping. You know they didn't have the, the caliber of talent to be a playoff team. But there they were. As the season went on, they were still with, had, had a shot, still had a shot at it. This time we feel like we have the team and the personnel, and I think that's the difference. I have a question for both you and Garrett. Take your time before you answer this. Mm-hmm. And listen to how I'm, I'm phrasing it. Who will surprise you more this year? What team will surprise you more, Falcons or the Bulldogs? And that could come positively or negatively. Are you expecting a three-peat from these Bulldogs? Are you expecting the Falcons to ascend to the top of this division? Or if they go the other direction, will that surprise you? I mean, as far as if you want to discuss variability – no, I said surprise. Well, That's just but really I'm, easy. what I'm saying, I mean, what, what I'm saying is, if variability is far greater for the Falcons. The, I mean, the the floor for the Georgia Bulldogs right now is what two losses? Yeah, all season. Like maybe I mean, because the thing is, if they lose two in the regular season, they're going to go play in the the I don't know, the, probably the Sugar Bowl against a, a team that they're just going to outmatch. Um, 
and I just don't see them losing two regular season games with that regu- that schedule. They're too good. Yeah, you know, they're just too good. And best case scenario, they go fifteen and zero, uh, and they win their thirtieth consecutive game. Or I, more than that, actually, thirty first consecutive game, and they win their third straight and the first time since the Truman, no, not the Truman FDR. So uh, that I, I mean, I, I don't know how much I'd be surprised for what they can do. The Falcons, I mean, for as bullish as I am, I mean, when I was discussing my, on my show last weekend, they Don't could... millennials. No, off the bench. Oh, off the, oh, off that's the right. bench. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's it. I am also one half of the dopey millennials. I, I, <laughs> I'm everywhere, man. I'm doing all, a little bit of everything. <laughs> but, uh, no, but the variability with the Falcons this year is, is at their peak, if they play just great football, the ball bounces their way, health stays in their favor. Yep. They can win 12 games. Got to have that. They can win 12 games, very realistically. And, look, I don't expect that to happen. I don't think because, obviously, football is football. The other guys are paid, too. And uh, sometimes you you just don't have your – it's not your day. And and I I think they can win 12 games. I think their floor is five games. And I don't think that's going to happen either. But you know what? What happens if Desmond Ritter's not what you expect him to be? What happens if you have one or two injuries on the offensive line? I said this on Falcons flyover on Thursday. There's not a lot of depth on that offensive line. So you lose a Jake Matthews. You lose a, a Bergeron. You lose uh, a Lindstrom. You lose uh, Caleb McGeary. Who's coming in? You don't have anybody. And so that I'm a little bit more concerned with that depth on the offensive line. You lose a Drake London. What happens if Kyle Pitts isn't himself? Like There are little things that can happen that would could derail an NFL season I don't see that happening with Georgia because it's not one player. Like they they lose Branson Robinson over the weekend, and they don't, they won't even bat an eye. And that's not and that's not a knock on Branson because he's a hell of a talent. He's really good. And if he was playing on one of the other Power Five programs across the country, one of maybe seventy five percent of them, that's their only thing that they've been talking about. It was a blip on the radar for the dogs. So it's, it, I'm going to say variability is what's going to surprise me the most. Because there's more room to be surprised, um, and so it's the Falcons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that he didn't do a deeper dive into what I've heard a lot about the, the analogy you use with Desmond Ritter is, is what I've heard from people say about Bulldogs quarterback got an untested uh, guy. Carson Beck. No. No. Carson Beck. No. 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 I'm just telling you. When the you, lights come on, what, when the lights is... come on, we'll see what he is. Yeah. I mean, you don't it, know what he it's is unproven. yet. Exactly. But as far as talent and arm talent go, just as, the zip on that football. Oh, brother. Can't, can't, they haven't had a guy with arm talent like that since Jacob Eason. Okay. So I, I, he's got a hell of an arm, but I, I want to see what he can do when he's actually in a situation where you're on the road in Columbia, Missouri, and exactly. you're Intestinal behind the eight ball, and yes. like, what are you going to yes. do? I need a drive. You need to score here, or you're about to lose an embarrassing loss in Missouri. What are you going to do? Against a pretty good defense, by the, by the way. That's a yeah. pretty good team. So... What is he going to do in that situation? What are you going to do when you're down 14 points to Ohio State in the Peach Bowl? And how are you going to feel about how are the you going to deal with it? if somebody tweaks an ankle? And those again, everything well, that you so said fluid. about the Falcons. They're so fluid at UGA. They're like I, okay. I'm not All I'm right. not worried about the depth right. necessarily. And it, and if the thing is if Carson Beck is in it, yeah, Brock Vandegrift. I mean, you got everybody else. I mean, like look, Gunnar Stockton's there. I mean, you 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 have tons of talent behind him. That doesn't that's not the same way in the NFL. And there's just so much more variability. So well, there's lots more room for surprise to answer your question. Okay. No, no. You're, again, I wanted to hear what you had to say. This is the conversations that I've heard when people talk about this. It's varied. A lot of people feel the same way he does. 
And there are some people who are like, oh, man, you got a new quarterback and he ain't 25 years old and so on and so forth. And, and, and depth has been a thing that's brought, brought up too. So I wanted to ask Garrett. We get Garrett's opinion. We, I hang my hat on that. All right, are you ready to uh, get this day started? Yeah. We got lots of golf going on. We got the Tour Championship. We got the leader teeing off at 3 o'clock. We got Abe Gordon broadcasting out there. He's going to take over top of this hour here. We're going to get you set for today's matchups up next. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929 thegamecom Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning. Sound in the background of the Jackson State University Band, Sonic Boom of the South. They are in town. They will be at Center Park Stadium today for the MEAC SWAC Challenge, South Carolina State against Jackson State. And uh, welcome everybody to town. I mean, South Carolina State's going to be around here quite a bit because they're going to play this game. They'll be back in town to play Georgia Tech. So you know, you, you know your relatives now. Coming from South Carolina and from Mississippi, you know you got that spare room in the house, and that's how we get the problem we get in this town. People come here, you got that spare room, can we stay? And, and before you know it, they got all that stuff here. We full. We're we, we Atlanta, and we, we full. Uh, we don't have another room to build another apartment for anybody in this town. We're glad you're here. Enjoy the game. After the game, do your after party. Go to your... You know, the shoe modeling, whatever you, you read about and want to go see. Tomorrow morning, go to them places, Breakfast at Benny's or Breakfast Boys or Old Lady Gang, them places you've seen on the reality TV shows. And you wait three hours for scrambled eggs and bacon and then go home. That's what we want y'all to do because, you know, that's that's what, what's wrong. I ain't never seen you fired. Are you no no Garrett? Sit back and listen. He this ain't is done. Awesome. This is in the dough. It's beautiful. Every once in a while, the real Sam comes out. We love this. Go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. We we're glad to have you here, but we full. We don't. Have, we can't put another lane on the freeway. We cannot, and so we just. <laughs> I love this. See, Garrett, you missed all this with, you know. What, what's wrong? Am, am, I, am I, I'm not saying anything no, wrong. No, 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 no. We just am don't I, this from you. Nothing's welcome, wrong. You're not wrong. We're welcoming them. We, we welcome. I, love, I love welcoming people to Atlanta. Don't exactly. move here. Exactly. Yeah. This yeah, is what we, he did. We don't need any more Pennsylvanians. We don't need we, any more Bostonians. We don't need any. I mean, this is, stay on full. up there north. We stay full. up there. We full. This hit a crescendo after Katrina, okay? And you know what the two football fan bases are like, but yet, Sam, welcome to folks from New Orleans. Come on over here while y'all getting your house taken care of and your area is flooded. Look, I'll like wave, that. but I'll, I'll cross my fingers behind my back. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, these folks, but are, then, these folks are coming in for this game here. I'm talking about that, but you, you have a history of welcoming for a minute and then like telling them where the interstate is. Yeah, you know, I, I-20. <laughs> both, both, both these people coming in on I-20. Yeah. I-20 is going to bring you in. I-20 <laughs> take you them. home. Yeah, you none know, of them know how to drive either. You know, that's the, that's, the, that's the other part. That's the other part, you know. Just but. stay in the far right lane. <laughs> far right lane. fine. <laughs> Use your turn signal. There you go. See, y'all got a bigger problem Don't with text this and drive. I, I just, I, I'm enjoying this, but you had no, a whole No, it's just, it's just bad drivers, man. If well, that I agree It's with the y'all. people who, so it's, it's when I look at them, you have your Floridians who are either <laughs> driving 95 miles an hour. Or they're driving two. Or they're driving Yep. 20 miles below what everyone else is driving in the far left lane. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing, brother? Yeah. Well, well you know. Once, what are we doing? Once again, we, we, we welcome you to town. 
we, we're, glad, we're glad to have you here. But when the game is over, you know, I'll be over there, Support by the way. Support some locally owned businesses. Very, and very much. Get on out. The, the, you the, left out one part, though. The, the local owned business of your choice. Yeah. yeah. We, have, we, <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of them. <laughs> we got a lot of them. We man. got a bunch of them. You one you choose. But then I'll be talking to you tonight. I'm uh, That's my next assignment. I'll get done here and I'm. Doing uh, the PA announcement for the game over are you, there. Are you going to tell them to take their L and get on out of town? Well, no. Well, that's what they, you always. That's your message. When they playing against one of our local teams, I yeah. say that. Take your but L. Not, but I'm not saying that. Oh, so you kicking them both of them out of town? Well, yeah. When, so yeah, yeah. Y'all go, I know you're coming back in a week, but get out now. Yeah, y'all come. No, they're not going to do that. <laughs> you got you got that guest room back there, don't you? You know, be beware of your relatives. Yeah, that room, want, that room at Mercedes Benz at Kanye. Kanye, can we stay at Kanye? Can we stay at Kanye Suite? <laughs> we full. We full. I'm telling you, we are full. We got no room for anybody else to come and stay here in Atlanta. But great to have y'all in town uh, for, for the Cemetery. game. You know, um, they they full too. They got places for some tents. Yo, man, they they are they they put again. Stop by the Bobby jo- if you're if you're anywhere near Oakland Cemetery and you are a golf fan, you will be surprised at the very prominent golf balls that are sitting around that headstone mm-hmm. because top golfers, when they come here for the Masters, they come here for Eastlake, they go and pay tribute to Bobby Jones and they put their golf ball, in most cases, with their name on it. Now, they may not, like Rory may not be over there dropping it off, but his caddy or somebody, his people will do it. Yep, yep. And this Tour Championship third round today is going to be a hot one out there at Eastlake, but you want to get out and catch it. Uh, the earliest groups tee off at 12 uh, 21 today. Your lead group is Colin Marikawa and Victor Hobland. They're both at 16 under. They tee off at 3 p.m. today. So if you go out to East Lake, you'll have a great time out there. Also tonight, also this evening, Atlanta United back from a, a, a big win on the road up in Seattle last weekend. And we got to hear something we hadn't heard in a while with this team. Here, here it comes. Here in the 11th minute, Lennon, only man standing over the ball. Action at the goal to our left. Lennon's left arm in the air. He's up to it. He strikes it out. Swinger to the penalty spot. Header Yakamakis. Score! Boom, Yakamakis! Yorgos Yakamakis with his 11th goal of the year. This one comes off his golden forehead, and it's 1 0 to Atlanta United. Takes a touch. Square to Elmada, top of the 18. Drop back to Ozetu. Returns it to Almada. Almada with a pitch to Yakamakis. Header! Score! Golazzo! Boom, Yakamakis! 2 0 Atlanta in the 65th minute. You just love it, don't you? Yeah. We hadn't heard that in a while. And we got to hear it twice. You know, so hope we hear more of that this evening as Atlanta United will be home and, and you know, playing against Nashville. Uh, and hopefully get a win, and that's, you know, seeding them as possible. These are the final nine games now, the regular season. Uh, they want to get good seeding position for the play- postseason and get some home. You want to play at home in the postseason, not have to go on the road. So winning at home, I think, is, is important to the team. We've heard that from Coach Gonzalo Pineda this week, and we'll see if the team can go out and get that done. In a related story, yes. that, that dude from Spain got suspended. The president – of the Spanish Football Federation. They want to who, kick him out. Well, they, they wanted they the, the players don't want him coming back. They wanted him to resign. He said he wouldn't resign. It was all under it was all above board and it was consensual and he tried to give his reasons as why and wasn't nobody having it. Mm. So they stepped in and he's got a ninety day suspension. 
And we will see if that morphs into a firing or, you know, re- resignation. Uh, will, 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 the, will the players come back and play for him? That's the thing. That's what you got to wait and see. Now, it's over with. He can not see, resign is, all he wants to, but the top players are not going to come back and play for him. you got to wonder what kind of stain this puts on any kind of celebrations going on over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all yeah. won the World Cup. Yeah. And now you got this little. That's messing with the parade. Uh-huh. <sighs> or whatever hmm. they have over there. Yeah, I they wonder what they do have over there. There's a party of some sorts, and they don't oh, go to absolutely. dinner until like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, so they, they, they're doing something. This may have a little, put some some of that on hold. And I give a shout-out to one more group. We're going we're gonna to check in with Karen Pastana tomorrow. Looking forward She's to up it. at U.S. Open. They got some rain up in New York right now. She's in pictures. And there's a group of young people, uh, National Junior Tennis and Learning uh, Foundation from here in Atlanta, sent a group of 30 young people Got on the bus yesterday. I had a chance to meet them over at uh, over at Morehouse. They got on the bus to go up. They've earned their way up there, written letters, essays, um, in addition to to being really good young tennis players. They're going to go up there and they're going to tour places around the city. They're going to get to meet the players, go to practice with some, and go to Arthur Ashe Kids Day, which is today. Right. And if they have to have it inside, they can close. They got a, they got a roof up there these days in New York. And so uh, shout I out they to did the that group. on Monday. What the- Arthur Ashe Kids Day is on Saturday. Okay, I, I mean, I always yeah. thought, what's the, what's they, the they, burn? They what's show the, it. They show it on Sunday, but they do it. It's on a Saturday. Okay. What's and that's the, when they had the music and everything, yeah. Okay, what was, why, why did I think that that Monday? Monday is always the big grand, the big opening. Right, you, that's you, what I'm they, saying. You usually have an entertainer performing or somebody yeah. was singing or something. That's that's still still opening night. Okay, so that's got nothing to do with just kids. That's just everything. Just, yeah, it's just kids. We open. Yeah, yeah. Basically. How about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we open. But we got a big group from Atlanta that's, that's, uh, that's up there having a good time. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You mentioned tomorrow we're going to be up at uh, Chateau Elan. Yes, we will. You had Gary talking about getting us a breakfast. And I'm going to call that dude. I'm going to see if Matt Garvey can get me in there. Okay. Next yeah, Friday. We'll get, what's get, what? Ready. Yep. Yep, it'll be just me and Jesse next Friday. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll, we'll work <laughs> on that. Bring that up there. But um, want to thank – oh, wait, well, first of all, tomorrow. Jim Ellis Automotive Classic. Okay. You ever had a Jim Ellis car? Have I, not. I got I got somebody in some some heat years and years and years and years and years ago from Jim Ellis. So I was trying to buy a car, and the dude wouldn't call me back. Like he thought I was nobody to be messed with. What? I was walking around. Now listen to this. For various reasons, I was trying to get out of the car I had, and that was my testosterone car. Every most guys have a car in their twenties, you know, even maybe thirties when you can afford it. That you get just to show that you're an idiot guy. It's just a fast speed turbo car. Mm-hmm. That was me. I had a tur- I had a Zuzu Impulse turbo. Remember that? I remember that. <laughs> it's a needle, remember, remember right? That. And it was red. Cops didn't have to see me; they just smelled it. And <laughs> but I never got. Any it's tickets. time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. Well, anyway, finishing that one up is I was walking around with $2,400 cash to huh? put a down payment on a car, and I was ready to do this at one of their locations, and the dude wouldn't call me back. And then it got back to them that I was it was a guy walking around with that much money wanting to spend it at that location, and the next day somebody got back to me. Okay. Well, I said this over at the station I was at there, and it was not a good thing. But I love I, they, Jim Ellis over the years has got some of my money. And enjoyed the cars I've had. Well, we're going to be working with them tomorrow. The Automotive Classic. Can't wait. Chateau Alon. Can't wait to get up to Chateau Alon, and it's going to be a beautiful day. Mr. Crenshaw. Yeah. Did you know a guy named Charles Thorbor? Thor, it doesn't matter. He's the guy who invented the typewriter. He handed, he patented it on this day. Okay. Um. Today was the day the first kindergarten was, was instituted here in the United States of America. 
the first kindergarten opened up on this day. A woman named Susan Blow okay. was the was the teacher. She started it, convinced the, the school system in suburban St. Louis. That's where it took place. That's where it had. Um, <laughs> the first accredited school was the University of Texas that did this. They offered belly dancing as a class. It happened Whoa. on this day. And this was like early 70s. <laughs> yeah. Texas became the first accredited school college to offer belly dancing. Um, and not too long ago, on this day, Burger King bought the donut chain Tim Hortons. Not much happening on this day, so okay. I decided to reach for those. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, here's somebody from somebody uh, your past, and you probably know this name more than anybody else. Bill Bradley. Yes, would have been his birthday today. He okay. was the guy who ran the Washington Post, right, mm-hmm. for years. Uh, Geraldine Ferraro, yeah, first female vice presidential candidate. They didn't win, but she was the first one. Mentioned Valerie Simpson earlier. Happy <laughs> 63rd birthday. Bradford Marcellus, but also on this day, Ola Ray. Does oh that goodness. name mean anything? Oh to yeah, you? now. Oh yeah, the Thriller. She, yeah, she thriller was the video. she was the girl in the Thriller video. She's the uh, what the S Curl girl? I don't know. She had, he yeah. was buddies with the, she, yeah Luster, was, whoever this made the Jerry Curl stuff. She was she a regular was at the Playboy Mansion too. Yeah. We understand. Yeah. And uh, talked about those folks we lost today. Neil Simon was also on that list. Oh oh oh! And turning thirty-four, the headache of the off-season in the NBA. He turns thirty. Four years old today, James Harden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he is right. He, he does have a birthday. <laughs> yes, he does. He got to be born on one of these days. We want to thank Coach David Dean, who joined us earlier from your alma mater, yeah. West Georgia. What kind of season overall you think they're gonna have? I think they have a great season. They're preseason pick number three in the conference, and uh, you know, in the top fifteen men in the national polls. I look for them to give a run for a conference championship and get off to a winning start and that season opening Thursday night. From ESPN, Jay Harris joined us. Also, I met a co-worker for the first time, Rusty Mansell. He's here. You hear him on the, the, the steakhouse. But yep. uh, this guy, he's got also he's got Dogs HQ. I told him I plugged that for him. There you Dogs go. HQ. That's Rusty. It was great meeting him. Dustin Long from NBC and uh, Gary Stoken. I mean, Affleck kickoff for a cause game. Yeah. Happening September 1st, but Gary's a friend of the show. Thanks to everybody. Garrett, thank you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. you got sparks coming off your heels. Say hello to Abe Gordon, who's following us. Mr. Crenshaw, yeah. you drive safely up to Chateau Alain tomorrow. I will do the same, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow morning from the Jim Ellis Automotive Classic. You guys have yourself a big day, as we said. Abe Gordon is coming up live next. He is out at the Tour Championship right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.